Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Jen. And I'm Vernisa, coming out of Los Angeles, California, with the Speak, Speak Up, Up podcast. podcast. And you're tuned in with the Sportsway with Dre Day podcast. Do your thing, Dre. Yo, what's happening? It's your man, a guru here from Guru Speaks Podcast. And you're not checking out Sportsway with my dog, Dre Day. Get with it and get ran over. Biatch. What time is it? I said, what time is it? It's episode time, motherfuckers. What up, what up, what up? It's your man Dre Day, and you are tuned in to a brand new episode of Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. This episode here, I believe, is episode 79. Episode 79. We close to that 100th episode. And I mean, I know we got a you know couple more to go, about 20 more, more to go until we get to 100, but still, I'm eager and looking forward to getting to that 100th episode. That's going to be a special episode. I'm just going to tell y'all that right now. But this episode here, listen, just put like this, this segment right here, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to do a whole episode, but this segment here is not going to be a tasteful one for me. Um, I'm going to speak about my state of the Patriots. So obviously for y'all out there that watch sports and watch football, obviously y'all know that we lost um, this past weekend um, to the Houston Texans, so I'm gonna speak on that. Um, I'm also gonna speak on Carmelo Anthony um, winning Western Conference Player of the Week. Um, of course, I'm gonna give my you know I'm gonna give my weekly Player of the Week award, and of course I'm gonna do my week. Um, I believe it's week 14. Is it week 14 or week 13? I think it's week 13 um, game picks and week 12. Um, Player, player of the week or whatever. So we're gonna get straight into it. You know what I'm saying? And fuck it. What can I say? We lost to the Texans, 28-22. Now I will admit, I will admit. Before we played the Ravens, but we had that streak of games where you know, I guess you could say a lot of people was like that. How? Oh, we're going to really see what we made of, you know, when we play Baltimore or when we play Philly or when we play Dallas, when we play the Texans, when we play the Chiefs. Like those five games right there, a lot of people was trying to see like, oh, what the test is going to really be like when we play those five teams. The Ravens, I wasn't surprised with because I kind of figured that game we would lose anyway. Philly, I already knew we wasn't going to lose that. Dallas, I already knew we wasn't going to lose that. Houston, didn't think we would lose it because for as long as I can remember, we've owned them. I believe their last win against us was like 2010 or some shit. 
And that was when Wes Welker, you know, tore his ACL or whatever. But that's neither here nor there. So I never really had any doubt or any concern about them. Now, the Chiefs, on the other hand, that's our next game. I can speak about that when I make my picks. But for this game here, wasn't really concerned about Houston. I always figured Deshaun Watson, as great as he is, he balls out when he plays us. He shows out when he plays us. But he always catches that L. This game was different. Showed out this game. He balled the fuck out this game. So I'm going to give him his props. I'm not even going to display any hate on him or nothing. He did his thing this game. He made it his he made it his best interest to try to get a dub over Tom Brady just in case, just in case, you know what I'm saying, he retired. You know what I'm saying? You know, he gave Brady his props at the end of the game. You know, he was with the whole, you know, I'm paraphrasing, you know, he's the GOAT. But, you know, I had to get one of these wins off of him if he does decide to hang it up or before he hangs it up. So salute to Deshaun Watson on that. Um, he had three touchdowns, well, actually four touchdowns, if you count, you know, if you count the touchdown catch that he caught from um, the shovel pass that, um, what what homeboy name is, D-Hop, you know what I'm saying, when D-Hop gave him that shovel pass, so if you want to, so if you really want to be technical, he had four touchdowns, so salute to him for that. Um, the Texans defense... I'm going to give y'all y'all props. I'm going to give y'all y'all ultimate props. Um, y'all defense was sharp. Y'all was sharp with y'all game plan. Y'all doubled Julian Edelman and James White. Because obviously, we ain't really have nobody else. Nobody else really produced. So, Romeo Cornell, who's a former Patriot coordinator, stuck with his game plan. We're going to double Edelman. We're going to double James White because that's all Brady got to work with. And it worked. You know what I'm saying? It worked. So, salute to y'all. Um, the Texans came to play. I'm not going to take anything away from them. They came They came to play. Before the game, some of their defensive linemen, well, their defensive backs, they came, they, they, they came dressed up like if they was, you know what I'm saying, if they was um, taking, you know, Brinks truck workers or from the SWAT team or whatever. So, you know what I'm saying? You know, they came ready. They knew who they was going up against, and they knew what they was going up against, and that was the defending champs. Um, so I got to give them their props. Having said all of that, now I can stop with the praise, and now I can get to being crucial of my team. We are in trouble. We are in serious trouble. We are, we, we are in deep trouble. Trouble right now at this present moment. Um, Tom Brady, Goat Man, Goat Man, Goat Man, as much as I love you, as much as I worship you, it's looking like the end is near. It's looking like the end is near. I've tried, I've I've tried to deny it. I've tried to be PC with it. I've tried to ignore the writing on the wall but I think the end is near as far as you possibly playing in the NFL you have this you have this fascination that you want to play to you 45 
if you do play the U45, it will not be in New England. I'm 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 very sure of that. I'm very sure you won't be playing to 45 in New England. I'm just talking about as far as the end, as far as I think it may be time for you to retire soon. And it may be after this season. Because from what I'm seeing from you right now, it's not good. It's not good. The way that you're playing this season, I'm not, I'm not loving what I'm seeing. Now, for some people, they'll go with the whole, oh, he's 42 years old. What, 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 what did you expect? Listen, I'm not trying to hear that excuse. I'm not. Now, for me, being the true diehard Brady fan that I am, I'm not trying to hear that excuse. And I'm going to tell you why. For countless years, Tom Brady has played with a bunch of nobodies. And he's always turned them into something. We can give him praise when he does that. But now that he's losing, we want to throw the whole narrative, oh, he doesn't have nobody. He doesn't have nobody. I will say this. The receiving core that we have is horrible. It's inconsistent. There's only one person out there he can trust, and that's Julian Edelman. That's why he throws to him so much, because that's the receiver that he has the most rapport with. He has a running back that's supposed to be a running back. He uses him as a wide receiver, who's James White, Who's more consistent than some of these receivers? Muhammad Sanu was supposed to come here to be the next Josh Gordon. He ain't done shit since he's been here. He can't create separation. The man can't even catch a fourth and inch pass. Now, granted, on that play, it was some pass interference involved in it. But even so, the ball was in your hands after the pass interference, and you still didn't come down with it. Nukel Harry, who's our... Who, who was our number one pick this year in the draft. I don't know what's going on with him. Maybe, you know, he's still feeling some sights of the injury or whatever the case may be. But this, this receiving core is not working for Brady right now. It's not working for him right now. And I will say this. Brady, don't chew your receivers out on the sidelines. Don't do that. You better than that. You're 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 heavily you're, you're heavily regarded as one of the greatest leaders in the NFL or in sports. Period. Don't chew your receivers out on the sideline. That's some shit Ben Roethlisberger do. That's some shit Aaron Rodgers do. We don't expect that from you. And the reason why is because let's flip it. Let's play devil's advocate. If Cam Newton would have done this, he'd have got ripped apart. Odell Beckham, even though I'm not the biggest fan of his, I'm going to come to his defense on this one. If Odell would have did this, what would they would have said? It's a distraction. If Cam Newton would have did it, it would have been a distraction. Des Bryant, when he was with the Cowboys, he did it a few times. What they said, it was a distraction. When you do it, it gets tossed under the rug or at times... Oh, it's his passion. No, no, I'm not trying to hear that. I'm not trying to hear that. Oh, it's because you the goat. It's because it's passion. Oh, because you got the complexion for the protection. Oh, it's passion. Nah, don't do that, Brady. Don't shun your receivers like that. Don't shun them like that. Don't do that. 
You better than that. You bigger than this. Because at the end of the day, the same way you could be mad at them, they could be mad at you. Because again, like I said, you not playing to your best. You're holding on to the ball for too long. You're taking sacks. You're throwing the ball away. All that shit. You doing a lot of shit that you ain't familiar, that you ain't used to doing. This season right now, right now, you got 18 touchdowns, six interceptions. You have a little close to you have a little close to 3300 passing yards. But here's the thing. You're 29th in completion. Now, this is quarterbacking we're talking about. You're 29th in completion percentage. Mitchell Trubisky has a better passing has a better completion than you. Fitzpatrick, Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know the dude that thinks he's Conor McGregor, that's been all that's been on all, on all these teams. He has a better passing completion than you. Case Keenum has a better passing completion than you. You're twenty sixth in yards of pass. Twenty sixth. Let's get to the cream of it. You're in the top three, and well. I'm not going to say you. Our offense is top three in punts. I'm not saying the defense is responsible for the punts. I'm saying our offense is responsible for the punts. That means we're getting a lot of three and outs. A lot of three and outs. It's a bunch of three and outs that we're getting. And it starts with you and it starts with that offense. Our offense has been very inconsistent this season. We are 10 and 2, 12 games. I can honestly say that a good nine or ten of those games, it was because of our defense that won that game. It wasn't you. And it's tough for me to say that because for all these years, all these years, I can honestly say, yo, it was Brady. It was Brady doing his thing. Not this year. I can't say that. And it pains me to say it. Because that's how much of a Brady fan I am. That's how much of a that's how much I adore adore Tom Brady as a football player now in this game now for some people they'll see the stat sheet 326 yards 24 for 47 three touchdowns one interception listen I'm not trying to hear that because most of those yards was in garbage time that's when you was trying to catch up you had two touchdowns in garbage time so I'm not really I'm not really throwing any I'm not even I'm not even bragging about that what I am bragging, what I will be upset about is you getting hit 12 times because you taking too long throwing the ball. Yeah, you getting mad at these receivers for not creating separation. But guess what? There was some passes out there. I saw you overthrowing niggas. You taking too long to get it to them. You got you, you to gotta take some fault for this, Brady. You got to take some fault for this. It's not, it's, it's, not, it's not only just the receivers. You got to take some fault on this too. And it pains me to say it. It pains me to say it. It's paining me. Like, it's hurting my feel. It's, it's breaking my heart saying this. I truly think that you're at the end of your rope. I truly think you're at the end of your rope. Now, you can prove me wrong in these next four games. Because, again, usually around December time, it's when you really start cooking before the playoffs start. So maybe you could prove me wrong in these next four games. We got the Chiefs coming up, which is a home game. 
That's not going to be easy. Then we got the Bengals on the road. That right there should be a cakewalk, even though they got their first win last week. We got Buffalo at home. That's not even a, that's not even a cakewalk. And then we got the Dolphins. That I mean, that's a home game for us. But even so, they right now, they 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 playing good right now. I'm not even gonna lie. Miami's playing real good right now. They playing real good right now. But let's get to these stats again. Our offense is not firing at all cylinders. Our third down percentage is 39%. That's our worst since 2013. We are horrible in the red zone. 49% percent in the red zone. 49% in the red zone for our offense. That's not good. That's not good. We got to we when we get in that red zone, especially we, especially when we are in the inside of the 10-yard line, we have got to get touchdowns. We cannot get field goals. I watched that game Sunday night, first possession. We go down the field, and it looked promising. Sony Michelle got involved. Brady had a couple of first downs. We was able to eat the clock a little bit. Cool. We get inside that 10-yard line, three and out. Field goal. Field goals ain't going to cut it. They're not going to cut it. When we get inside that 10-yard line, we got to get seven points out of that. We got to get seven points out of that. Field goals ain't going to do shit. We need touchdowns. Touchdowns is what we need. It's a lot of issues with our offense. Our offense is abysmal. Our defense, listen, when we've gone against mobile quarterbacks, we've had problems. Lamar Jackson torched us. Deshaun Watson, he did his thing with us. We got Patrick Mahomes coming up next week. He's a mobile quarterback. I'm quite sure he's going to give us problems. Now, the next three games after that, we should be all right because the quarterbacks are immobile. They, 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 they want, they, they, you know what I'm saying? They're not really mobile like that. The mobile quarterbacks is the ones that's giving us problems. So let's see what happens with that. But I'll say this, though. I'll say this, though. We are by far not the best team in the AFC. The Baltimore Ravens got that on smash. Right now, we're the number two seed in the AFC because Baltimore got the number one right now. If the season was to end right now and us and Baltimore was tied, Baltimore would get the number one seed. Reason being, because they beat us. They got the tiebreaker. But I tell you something else, it ain't even a sure thing that we'll be a number two seed. Because right now, at this present moment, the Bills are a full game behind us. Which means if we lose to Kansas City and they beat Baltimore, which I'm rooting for Baltimore, if we lose and they win, we tie for for first place in the division. And not only are we tied for first place in the division, we're also tied for that number two seed in the AFC. So if we don't get our shit together, not only are we in danger of not getting the number one seed, we may be in danger of not having the number two seed or first round bye. We might have to do something that we ain't familiar with. And that's taking our and, and, and that's taking our playoffs and starting them in the wild card. 
I can't even recall the last time we even had a wild card game. If I had to guess right now, I would say 2010. And that was a home game and we lost to the Ravens, if I'm not mistaken. Now, if y'all don't believe me, y'all can, you know, go back and, you know, hit Google up and hit your boy up and tell me if my freestyling ability was correct. But that's just that, 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 that's just my theory on that. So we got to get it together, man. Our offense, we got to get it together. We got we got to get it together. The defense can't hold it down on its own. We're getting too many three and outs and putting our defense out there. It's too much pressure on there. It's too much pressure on them. If we get all these three and outs, we keep putting our defense out there, eventually they're going to get tired. Eventually they're going to get tired. So our offense, can we get it together? Our special teams, can we get it together? Because it looks because it looks like we're going through another field. It's going it's looking like we're going through another kicker this season. We already lost Gostowski. Mike Nugent, we cut him. Nick Folk, we cut him. I don't even know who this kicker was that was playing this past weekend. His dumbass misses an extra point. He gets cut. So now who's gonna be kicking the ball from us? I don't know, man. Like, but we 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 gotta get it together, man. I'm not liking what I'm seeing right now. I'm very pissed off with what I'm seeing right now because this is not like us. This is not the Patriot way. Brady, you the GOAT. You supposed to make it work. You gotta make it work. There was years. LeBron played with a bunch of nobodies. Nobody gave him no sympathy. They couldn't wait to chew him up. Because he was so he was so because he's so great, you expect him to get through it. You're the GOAT. In a lot of people's eyes, including me, we expect you to get through it. I believe you will. I believe you will. But make me a believer. That was a Luther Vandross song from back in the day. Make me a believer. So make me a believer, Brady. Make me a believer. And it starts this past weekend with Kansas City. It's a home game, so who knows? The Kansas City defense is somewhat suspect. So, you know, make me a believer, Brady. Make me a believer. But it's a wrap for this segment. Um, I just had to say my piece with this. Um, when your boy gets back, you know, we gonna, I'm, I'm going to speak about my man Carmelo um, being Western Conference player, player of the week. Um, I have my opinions on that. So when your boy comes back from taking his break, we're going to get into that. So this is your man, Dre Day, Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast, episode 79. Let's get it. Holla at your boy. What up, what up, what up? Your boy is back. Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. Uh, this is segment two of episode 79. And we're going to speak about my man, Carmelo Anthony. And it's funny because one of my mans I grew up with, and played ball with um, my man Quan. Um, he had actually hit me up earlier and was mm-hmm. like that. Um, he was like, "Yo, we yo we need a segment about Carmelo Anthony, yo." I'm like, "Yo, you must have read my mind because that was damn sure gonna be on the next episode." So shout out to you for even bringing up the idea of me speaking about. You know Carmelo, because I was I was gonna I was gonna speak on it anyway. So salute to you on that, Quan. Um, I love your little skit. You know I love your little you know comedy skits 
with you and your lady that y'all be posting on Instagram. Y'all need to get back to that, man. Them shits was funny, man. But uh, yeah, back to the back back to this. Um, mellow. Everything is mellow. You know what I mean? Um, he was just um rewarded Western Conference Player of the Week. So salute to Mello for that. Um. Three and no, he, he he Portland is currently on a three game winning streak. So salute to them for that because it wasn't it, it wasn't looking too good in the beginning, and even when he first got there, they lost three straight games, and now they're riding on a three game winning streak. And Melo was Melo has played a big part in that, and that's why he won Western Conference Player of the Week because of that. You know, um, during the three game winning streak, he's averaging twenty two points a game. Averaging almost eight boards, averaging almost eight, I mean, three dimes, which is not really expected as much anyway. Now, the points and rebounds is what we expect. Since joining them, obviously, six games, um, he's averaging almost 18, averaging almost seven rebounds a game. He's he's averaging 40, well, he's actually 46% from the field, 37% from the three-point line. And... The beauty of this whole thing is he got what he wanted. When he first, when the whole issue about him being blackballed and all this other shit, the whole the whole issue was he didn't want to buy into a system. He didn't want to come off the bench. He want to start, yada, yada, yada. Y'all got to remember, when he first came to Portland, he was supposed to come off the bench. And not only was he not supposed to come, not only was he supposed to come off the bench, obviously right now the contract is still non-guaranteed. But being that he's playing and he's producing, and the beauty of it is, is that he's starting, is looking real good for him right now. So who knows? Who 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 knows what the rest of this season could hold for Carmelo? Because I'm still, you know, I'm still, you know, I'm still a little iffy with the calling him mellow thing, but. It's coming back, you know, you know, you know, you know, it's coming back, you know, you know, for, for I would say for about two years, I said Melo was gone. He's he's been demoted to Carmelo. He's not Melo no more. He's just Carmelo now. But it's starting to come back to me now. Like even now, like I've slipped up and said Melo a few times. So it's starting to come back. Um, I'm happy for him. I'm very happy for I'm very happy for Melo. Um. As a fan of his, and of course, you know what I'm saying, he a Brooklyn native. He, you know what I mean? He a Brooklyn representative. He ain't from the East. He from Red Hook, but I got fam in Red Hook. So, you know, Brooklyn is Brooklyn. So, I'm, 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 I'm very happy that he was able to come back into the league after being blackballed. And salute to Portland, by the way. You know, salute to, salute to the Blazers for going out their way and giving him this opportunity. Because you have so many teams out there and none of them want to take that chance and give Melo a shot. I'm mad at my own team for not doing that, the Spurs. Because we can use him right now with the shit that we're dealing with right now. We can use we can use Melo, but that's neither here nor there. Obviously, his service is with somebody else now. So, we can't do nothing with him. But I would have loved to see him play with play under Coach Pop. I would have loved to see that. But obviously, that ain't going to be the case now, and it is what it is. But back to Melo and winning this Western Conference Player of the Week. This is his first one. 
since 2014. And obviously, when he won that, he was with the Knicks. Now, this is the shit that some people are not going to like. Even though I'm happy he won Western Conference Player of the Week, I'm not going to say he kind of deserved it. Because Luka balled out last week. James Harden balled out last week. And listen, for y'all that's been listening to the podcast, y'all know how I feel when it comes to James Harden. Y'all know how I feel when it comes to him. I'm not the biggest fan of his. Yes, he's unstoppable. Yes, he's unguardable. Yes, he might be one of the greatest scorers the game has ever seen. I get all of that. My issue with him is when it comes to regular season, he's going to put up the crazy numbers. He's going to put up the outlandish numbers. We expect that from him. But when we get to playoff time, especially when we get into those latter, those latter rounds, which is semifinals or conference finals, when it's time for him to produce, he don't show up in games they need him to. That's my issue with him. But. This is regular season. He's killing it right now in the regular season. He's on pace that probably averaged 40 points in the season. He balled out last week. He scored 60 points in the game. I think that alone should have made him Western Conference Player of the Week. But I must admit, I'm glad that I'm glad they gave it to Melo. Some people may look at it as, oh, it's a sell. Oh, it was a, it's, it's a sympathy award for him. Because, again, like I said, Luka balled out. James Harden balled out. But they gave it to Melo. Hey, call it what you want. He balled out in his return. So give it to him. So I'm happy he got it. I'm real happy he got it. So, salute. So, again, salute Melo. Um, I'm happy that you're back. Keep up the good work. Um, stay healthy. Do not get injured. Um... We don't really expect much from him. We expect him to get his little points, which he's doing. Obviously, we don't expect him to play no defense, so we already that that's if if you're expecting that from him, you're wasting your time. But we do expect him to get his little minutes, which he's getting. Like I said, he's averaging 31 minutes a game. That's good. Cuz I think we all was pretty much expecting him to come off the bench and probably get about what 15 to 20 minutes. He doubled that. So, Melo, we happy for you. Um, keep up the great work. Um, keep keep eating them honey nut Cheerios, man. Keep eating them honey nut Cheerios, man. And you'll and and you'll keep putting up these numbers that you putting up. I would I, listen, I will not doubt it at all. Keep eating them honey nut Cheerios and then You'll, you'll gain some strength, you know what I mean? So, again, I'm happy for you. Keep up the great work. And uh, everything is mellow, man. Everything is mellow. So, it's a wrap for this segment. Um, your boy is done with this segment. When your boy gets back, um, we're going to speak on... Um, I'm going um, to give my week 12 pick. I believe it was week 12. Let me just check real quick because I don't want to sound stupid on this month. Um, let me see what week, we, let me see what week it was that we just passed. Oh, wow. That was actually week 13. Oh, so yeah, I'm going to give my week 13 player of the week award. And I'm going to also give my game picks for week 14. So 
again, thank everybody for all the support, um, for listening to the podcast, listening to it, taking time out their day. I can't thank y'all enough. Um, I appreciate the support. Just keep hanging on tight, man. Just keep keep rocking with your boy. Keep the positive vibes going. And uh, again, when your boy gets back from his break, we're gonna get into um, my week thirteen game pick. Um, my week thirteen player of the week, and then we're gonna give my week fourteen. Um, we're gonna do my game picks for week fourteen. So this is your man Dre Day Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast. When your boy gets back, we're gonna get into that. Peace and love. Happy holidays, y'all. This is Lucky Lucky the Great of the Transparent Trap House Podcast. You are now rocking with Brooklyn's own Sportsway with Dre Day. Really quickly, I just want to say thank you so much to Dre Day. Dre Day actually did my drop, and he did an amazing job. I want to say thank you once again. But other than that, definitely follow his podcast. His podcast is Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. He's streaming on so many streaming platforms for podcasts just like myself. His podcast is about unfiltered um, opinions and such a the sports world from NBA to MLB to wrestling. And I wonder if he does MMA. That's a very good question. Dre Day, please answer that for me. You can follow his Instagram handle at Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast and also that links to his other social media pages. But once again, his podcast is Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. Definitely check him out. And once again, thank you so much for the support. You know, all we can do is spread love is the Brooklyn way. What up, what up, what up? Your boy is back. Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. Uh, this is the last segment on this episode for episode 79. This is the last segment. So y'all know how this goes, especially when it comes to the football episodes. You know, I usually give my week, my previous week's player of the week. And I also do my upcoming week game picks. So for week 13, my player of the week is going to be Mr. Devontae Parker from the Miami Dolphins. Um, That was a pick that I lost. Um, I actually had the Eagles winning that game, and unfortunately they lost, which puts a derail on them trying to win the division from the Cowboys. So this just puts them even more um, in some deep shit. But that didn't take away from Devontae. That, That doesn't take anything away from Devontae Parker. He went berserk. Seven catches, 159 yards, two touchdowns. Um, The Dolphins is on a mean streak right now. Um, They they got a nice little winning streak. It was looking like they was tanking earlier this year, and now they're, you know, doing their thing. So, Devontae Parker, for you whipping the Eagles secondary's ass, you, my friend, is week 13, well, Dre's weekly player of the week so salute to you and now we can get it going with my weekly picks as far as week 14 goes week 14 is now up in smoke it's time for us to get that week popping and uh first off for week 13 had a bad record i was seven and nine Seven and nine. Some of those losses, mm, like some of these games, like the Jets. The Jets lost to the Bengals. Like, come on now. Um, the Titans and the Colts. 
I mean, that's a division rivalry. That one could go either way. I'm not really tripping off that one. Again, Eagles lost to the Dolphins. I'm upset at that one. Panthers lose to the Redskins. Come on, man. Um, Steelers and Browns. That one could have went either way. So I'm not really tripping off that loss. Um, what other loss was it that I was somewhat upset for? Oh, Broncos and Chargers. I picked the Chargers to win that, and unfortunately, the Broncos wind up winning. I mean, it was a controversial call at the end, but the Chargers shouldn't even have been in that position to begin with. So, I guess you could say they deserve that loss. But, let's get into Week 14. Let's get into these games. You know what I'm saying? So, we got Thursday Night Football. Um, We got... The Dallas Cowboys against the Chicago Bears. Both of these teams is fighting for a playoff spot. But the Cowboys, they got to win their division in order to make the playoffs. There is no wild card for them. They have to win the division. It's division or no playoffs because it's looking like in the, it's looking like in the NFC, the wild card teams might just have probably three or four losses. Those two wild card teams. So, I mean, the Bears, it's not really looking like they're going to make the playoffs, but they could fuck up the Cowboys shit. Um, This game, this one is an interesting one. Very interesting. Um, I think this game here is one of the games where a lot of people expect the Cowboys to lose. Um, I'm going to go with the Cowboys to win this game. I think from the aspect of this is the game where people expect them to lose. I think this is a game where they're going to come out with all the stuff that's been going on. Um, obviously, they got to motivate themselves because Jason Garrett is not going to motivate them. Um Jerry Jones, he already contradicted himself. One week, he's talking about firing Jason Garrett and firing some of the coaches. Then the following week, they lose again, which was Thanksgiving. And he says there's no coaching change that's going to happen this season. So, you know, he, he already contradicted himself. I think he just did it for attention. But again, it's Jerry Jones. What do we expect from him? He's the, I, I keep saying it. He is the male version of the Kardashians. He's an attention whore. Simple and plain. But... Again, I'm going to go with the Cowboys to win this game. Even though it's going to be in Chicago, it's going to be in the Windy City. The weather there is going to be frigid, but I'm going with the Cowboys to win this game. I think this is the game where, again, nobody expects them to win. And I think, they, I, I, I think they're going to pull it off. I wouldn't even say it's an upset, but I think they're going to pull it off. We get to the Sunday games. We got Panthers and Falcons. The Panthers made some news today. Um, they fired Ron Rivera, who was the coach there for many years. They gave him the boot. Um, Cam might be next. He might be the next one out the door. Um, the Falcons have been trash all year. Um, you know what? I guess you could say this is my upset pick. I'm going to go with the Falcons. I'm going to go with the Falcons. Just from the aspect that they're home. 
I know the Panthers is they I right. they I mean, I mean they five and seven. Ain't no playoffs for them, so it is what it is. Um let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Ravens and Bills. Potential playoff matchup. Um Well actually no, because the Ravens will have a first round by Buffalo will probably get lucky. <sighs> Shit, a brother tight. Uh, Buffalo will probably get lucky, get one wild card game, and they'll probably be one and done. But um, this game here, I'm not going to front. As a Patriots fan, I need the Bills to lose. Because if they was to win this game and we lose to Kansas City, then the division, then the division is tied with us and them. So, I'm going to go with the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens is going to Buffalo. They're going to have to deal with Bills Mafia. But if anybody could do it, I think the Ravens could do it. Again, Lamar Jackson, he didn't beat all he, he didn't beat Russell Wilson. He didn't beat Deshaun Watson. He didn't beat Tom Brady. Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, Tom Brady, I'm trying to think. It was somebody else that he beat. Like a top person. Like like one of the top, top dudes. I can't remember off the top of my head, but Lamar Jackson, he's he he's been on a he he he's been running shit. So yeah, I'm yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Ravens. I like Buffalo though. I mean and I say I like Buffalo because they're division rivals. I respect Buffalo. You know, I respect their defense. I like Josh Allen. I like the performance that he pulled off against the Cowboys. Um, maybe they'll ride high off that, so who knows? But, you know, I'm going with the Ravens. Bengals and Browns. Browns. The Battle of Ohio. Reskin Packers. Packers. Some of these games, I don't even need to give my opinion. Some of these games are just self-explanatory. Lions, Vikings, Vikings. I think the Vikings are going to bounce back from their Monday night loss to the Seahawks. I think they'll bounce back for that game. Whew. 49ers and Saints. Whew. Now, this is a potential matchup. This is a potential playoff matchup here. Um, the Saints, man, and that dome. I don't see nobody. I, 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 I honestly don't see nobody beating them in that dome. I truly don't. I truly don't. Let me tell you something. The 49ers found the wrong time to probably start losing. They just lost to Baltimore, which was a close game. So you can't really trip off of them losing. But now you're going to New Orleans, and that hostile dome, which teams don't really win there very much if you're a visitor, and now you're about to have two losses in a row, right now ain't the time for them to start losing because there's still a chance that they can probably win the division. But if they start losing and Seattle start winning, then the Seahawks got the division because they got to play them again. I think the last game of the season the Seahawks and 49ers play each other. So who knows, the division may come down to that game. But for this game, yes, I'm going with the New Orleans Saints to win this game. I got the Saints taking out um the San Francisco 49ers. So I got the Saints winning that game. Dolphins and Jets. 
you know what? I'm not going to make this mistake like I did before when they played each other. I picked the Jets, and the Dolphins wound up getting their first win of the season against the Jets. Again, like I said, the Dolphins is riding high. I think they're currently on a three-game winning streak. I'm going with the Dolphins. The Jets have been a letdown this season. And some people even had the nerve to say that they'll be a threat to my Patriots. Wrong. Colts Buccaneers. Damn, this one is a little iffy. I'm not even going to lie. Mm. Guru, my man, you're going to like this. I'm going to go with your bucks. <laughs> I'm going to go with your bucks on this one. I still think y'all need to let Jameis Winston go, though. I think it's time that y'all go find somebody else. Dude got 20 interceptions. He got 22 touchdowns, 20 interceptions. Mm, horrible. But, yeah, I'm going to go with the Bucks to win this game. Broncos, Texans, Texans. No need to give a summary on that one. Chargers, Jags. You know what? I don't even trust the Chargers anymore. I've gone out my way too many times to, to pick them, and they've let me down. I'm going with the Jags. Titans, Raven, Raiders. I'm going to go with the Titans. Ha! <sighs> Chiefs, my Patriots. Ha! <sighs> Listen, y'all heard what I said earlier in my State of the Patriots. I'm very nervous. Um, I really don't know what to expect from this game. I truly don't. I'm not even going to lie to you. But being that we are at home, being that we are at home, I'm going to pick us to win this game because we're at home. I think the offense will try to I think the offense will try to get some flow going, but again, let's see what happens with the defense. Cuz again, like I said earlier, we've had trouble with teams with quarterbacks who are mobile, who can scramble. Patrick Mahomes is another one of those quarterbacks that can scramble. If he wouldn't have got hurt, he would have been in the MVP conversation cuz he got 20 touchdowns and two interceptions. That's MVP-type numbers. But, again, he got hurt. So that kind of, you know, took him out of the conversation. But for this game, I'm going with my Patriots. No doubt. No diggity, no doubt. Steelers, Cardinals. The Steelers is on a winning streak right now. And I remember a lot of people were saying that Mike Tomlin might be on the hot seat this year if Pittsburgh don't make the playoffs. Honestly, I didn't think he would be on the hot seat because he ain't have nobody. So if anything, he was sitting on house money. This might have been the year where he could have fucked up and nothing would have happened to him. But now that they're 7-5, and five, potentially about to go 8-5, and five, you can make a case that he's in the coach of the year sweepstakes. I'm not saying he's going to win, but he's definitely, you know, 
He's definitely in the running for coach of the year. So let's give Mike Tomlin his props. So, yeah, I'm going with the Steelers on that one. Sunday night football, we got the Seahawks and we got the Rams. Mm. This one right here. I know a lot of people think this is a cakewalk for Seattle. But again, division rivalry. The Rams just beat the Cardinals, but that's nothing to really take serious. I mean, it's the Cardinals. Mm. You know what? I'm going with the Seahawks. I thought about it for a minute. I I, I truly thought about it. Russell Wilson, Jared Goff. uh, I think I'm going with Russell Wilson. And Seattle's defense. I think Seattle's defense can get to Jared Goff. So, yeah, I'm going to go with the Seattle Seahawks to win this game. And finally, we got Monday Night Football. Eagles, Giants. Eagles. The Giants have been pathetic. Um, They're riding the eight-game losing streak right now. So, ain't re- ain't really much to expect from them. So yeah, I got the e- I got the Eagles winning that game. So to cap this off, let me give my recap for the teams that I got: Cowboys, Falcons, Ravens, Browns, Packers, Vikings, Saints, Dolphins, Bucks, Texans, Jags, Titans. Patriots, Steelers, Seahawks, Eagles. Those are my picks for week 14. So it's a wrap for this episode. Thank y'all again for tuning in. Whenever y'all hear this, whether it's in the morning, afternoon, or evening, um, whether it's when you're cooking food, when you're eating, driving in your whip, at work, I appreciate it. Whenever you, whenever you clicking and listen to it, I don't care what time you listen to it or when you listen to it, as long as you click it and listen. So I'm thankful for that. Um, all I ask is whichever streaming platform you listening to it on, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, um, Anchor. Our Heart Radio, all I ask you to do is like, subscribe, rate, or review. Those are the four things. You ain't even got to do all of them. Just pick one of them. Subscribe, like, rate, or review. You know what I'm saying? And before I go, I just want to say that um, my episodes can also... Now be checked out on the kickback. It's a it's a media it's a media platform out in Texas. They have reached out to your boy and they wanted me to um you know check them out and put my episodes on the kickback. So starting on Wednesday, I believe next Wednesday, I have the noon slot. So, noon, our time, you know what I'm saying, 
my episodes will be streaming on there as well. So the boy is doing big things. Slow motion, but in motion. That's the motto that I go by. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the grind continues. The marathon continues. All that good shit. You know what I'm saying? So again, thank y'all for tuning in. I appreciate the love. Keep the positive vibes. Um, again, let me just give the streaming platforms again. Um, Our Heart Radio, um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Anchor, um, Stitcher, Radio Public. And uh, again, next week, next Wednesday, I'm also going to be streaming on the kickback and you can check their instagram page at the t-h-e underscore kickback k-i-c-b-a-k again that's the underscore k-i-c-b-a-k so the underscore kickback um so again your boy is signing out um, this has been another episode of Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. And uh, before I go, I got to give a big, big, big birthday shout out to Hover the God, Sean Corey Carter. Uh, today is his birthday, December 4th, you know what I mean? So salute to the God MC, Sean Corey Carter. So, you know what I mean? It's going to be... It's gonna be it, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be a hover day up in this month. It, it, it's gonna be a hover day, you know what I mean. So again, happy birthday to Jay Z. Um, salute to you. You are the goat. Well, you're the god. Okay, I am a Jehovah Witness. I'm a devoted Jehovah Witness. I'm not a Jehovah Witness. I'm a Jehovah Witness. So again, to you, Hove, the big homie. Um, happy birthday, Rockefeller forever. Rock Nation, it's the rock and all that good shit. So again, your boy is about to sign out. This has been another episode with Sports Where We Dre Day Podcast. Peace and love. Your boy is out. Ow.